presented by Amazon. Hey, good morning, playbookers and Rogumino Ballin. It's Thursday. Today's show, but one star witness will testify at today's January 6th hearing. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Last night, we caught up with former federal judge Michael Ludig, today's star witness at the January 6th committee hearing. Ludig, you might know, has impeccable conservative credentials. He's a former federal judge who spent the George W. Bush years under attack by liberals who feared that Bush would put him on the Supreme Court. Senate Democratic leader Harry Reid threatened to filibuster him. He was a runner-up for nominations that ultimately went to Samuel Alito and John Roberts. Usually quick to joke, he was in a serious and contemplative mood. Today, he'll say, quote, America is at war with herself. One war is for the cultural heart and soul of America. The other is a war over America's democracy. Say that both of these wars must end in peace if America is to go forward. Ludig is appearing as a fact witness because of his role in the lead up to January 6, when Ludig told then Vice President Mike Pence to ignore the advice of John Eastman, a former Ludig clerk who hatched the scheme to persuade Pence to overturn the results of the 2020 election by rejecting electoral votes from states former President Donald Trump lost. Today's hearing is about the details of the intense pressure campaign against Pence on January 6. Much of today will be devoted to unpacking this line from Vice Chair Liz Cheney's opening statement last Thursday. Aware of the rioters' chance to hang Mike Pence, the president responded with this sentiment, quote, maybe our supporters have the right idea. Mike Pence, quote, deserves it. In what could be some of the most dramatic moments today, the committee will juxtapose these three things. One, Trump's comment about Pence deserving to hang. Two, the increasingly frantic pleas from Pence aides that the vice president was in danger. And three, the details of Pence's whereabouts in the Capitol as rioters came extraordinarily close to him and his Secret Service agents searched for a safe route of escape. One of the intended takeaways from today's presentation is that Trump knowingly almost got Pence killed. Politico's own Kyle Cheney, who's been covering the story from the beginning, emailed us with his insights into what else you should be looking for today. Quote, in my view, Thursday's hearing is the most significant of them all, the one that stitches together the disparate elements of Trump's last-ditch effort to stay in power, even after all legitimate or even semi-legitimate means had failed. The committee, which has been loath to bog down viewers with long lists of names they've never heard before, will make a big exception today in the case of John Eastman. He theorized that state legislatures, particularly Republican ones in states Biden won, could simply appoint their own electors and cite amorphous fears about fraud or illegality to justify it. Of course, no state legislature did this, and Pence dismissed the strategy as a historic and illegal. Nevertheless, Trump and Eastman pressed him to embrace various versions of it, even as a mob bore down on the Capitol, where Pence and lawmakers fled for safety. Other things Kyle says you should watch for today. One, criminal responsibility. Quote, if the committee is going to make a bid to prove Trump bears criminal responsibility for January 6th, this is the most apparent way they're going to do it. A federal judge in California has already ruled that Trump and Eastman likely entered a criminal conspiracy to pressure Pence and obstruct Congress. The committee can lay out in brutal detail how Trump came under Eastman's thrall and used his theories to lean on his vice president. They'll exhibit video testimony from Pence's aides and others in the White House demonstrating that Trump was repeatedly told his plan was illegal and unconstitutional. And they'll show that when Pence refused to go along with it, Trump inflamed the mob that had already entered the Capitol by attacking him for lacking courage. Another thing to watch for the Eastman emails, quote, The committee spent six months battling Eastman in court to obtain thousands of emails 
he exchanged related to his work for Trump. Most of those emails have remained closely held by the committee, including a batch that was just received on Monday afternoon that shows some of Eastman's machinations in mid-December with high-profile allies and members of Congress. They could become explosive pieces of never-before-seen evidence that also roped in other prominent Washington players who have not yet been connected to the plot. Some of those emails were the basis for the judge to conclude crimes were committed. The last thing Kyle says you should watch for of the testimony of former Pence counsel Greg Jacob. Quote, he has the potential to be a powerful witness. He has largely operated outside the public eye and political fray, but his composed but livid email exchanges with Eastman, even as the Capitol was in chaos, have already made a mark on the January 6th investigation. Jacob wrote to Eastman that afternoon, quote, thanks to your bullshit, we are now under siege. But even then, he engaged Eastman in an intense and detailed debate about the legality of Eastman's plan and ultimately fended it off for good. Hearing the story from him live could be a real moment for the select committee. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 3.10 p.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will sign the Ocean Shipping Reform Act of 2022 into law. Here's what's on the vice president's calendar. At 10 a.m., Vice President Kamala Harris will participate in a press call about maternal health and expanding postpartum coverage. At 1.40 p.m., Harris will deliver remarks announcing the launch of the White House task force to address online harassment and abuse. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre will brief at 12.15. The Senate is in today. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky and FDA Commissioner Robert Califf will testify before the Health Committee at 9.30 a.m. The House will meet at 9 a.m. to consider the Lower Food and Fuel Costs Act, with the first and last votes expected between 10.45 a.m. and 12.15 p.m. The January 6th Select Committee will hold a hearing at 1 p.m. All right, for more news and plenty more previewing today's hearing, check out today's edition of Playbook, politico.com playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Ragumon Avalin. Have a good Thursday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Only 23% of workers have access to paid parental leave, according to the U.S. Department of Labor. That number is even worse for hourly workers. Amazon is proud to provide up to 20 weeks of fully paid leave for hourly employees. Learn how Amazon supports hourly employees at Amazon.com 20 weeks. That's Amazon.com slash two zero weeks.